From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Matt Doan. Hello. What's going on? Uh, I was just thinking... How, what a great podcast voice you have. Hey, thank you. Doug Brown and I were talking about this the you other day. You were actually talking about that? Yeah, we're like, wow, Eric's voice is just so crystal clear, the baritone of it. I think once on I pod. get on the microphone, I speak differently. <laughs> but I'm working on the Wakeling wheeze. So I'm just okay. trying to laugh without the wheeze, and I'm trying not to be like, <laughs> So it's all my, I listen back to that kind of stuff, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I think the voice sounds good, but then the little idiosyncrasies are just... Oh man, rough. That's okay. We all have them. I know. I've been actually even like listening to other podcasts. Like, how does Dana Carvey laugh on his, <laughs> or how does you know, like these people on their podcasts? How does Jason Bateman laugh at right. jokes? And it's like, ha ha ha. I feel like I have to laugh more like that. Will that be? <laughs> no, will, no, will no, that be weird? no. The beauty of ha, this, the ha, beauty of this ha. podcast is that we are one hundred percent ourselves. That's true. For better, for worse. Oh, so. Man. It's uh, the goal is for people to think that they're they are having like coffee with us on a Monday afternoon. So you had uh, maybe coffee or lunch with somebody today, and you had an awkward interaction with them. Why don't you tell us about that? Let's not. You do don't that. need. To, you don't need to say who it was. No, let's not do oh, that. Look, you're. Un- I, see, I'm, I'm getting super uncomfortable. Now you're getting uncomfortable. Okay. All right. So pastors are huggers. Guys. Okay. Okay. Yes. So I was at <laughs> uh, lunch today. <laughs> Frequent listener to the podcast. <laughs> gave him a hug. I forgot that that part. And, And uh, uh, and I saying goodbye. I said, "Love you, man." I don't know why I said "love you, man." I I love everybody. God loves everybody, but I didn't mean to say "I love you" at that point in our friendship. But I did. I wonder how many people have like people have to have situations like this that has happened in their lives. Yeah, have you ever been like on a customer service call with your credit card company or something? And they're like, "Okay, anything else I can help you with?" You're like, "Nope, I'm good. Love you. No, oh, I mean, uh, have a good day back in Delaware." That feels like it has to be a Seinfeld episode, yeah. like that kind of situation, right? That's so funny, dude. Yeah, I I was uh, telling you earlier too, where I just feel like. I I went in for a hug on somebody I don't think I was at hug relationship with, <laughs> and they they kind of cringed a little. Yeah. So I just kind of feeling like feeling bad rejected. about. Yeah, feeling a rejected and b like I've like made them feel uncomfortable. Sure. But um, yeah, yeah, you know we're we're just trying to express the love yeah. of Jesus. Just emotional emotional yeah. men. That's right. That's yep. right. Uh, do you remember the first time that you dropped the the love bomb on B? I actually very much do. Tell and us I about it. I just thought about this the other day because I was down in the Dana Point Harbor yeah. where this took place. Yeah. So I'd only been uh, dating B for a few months, mm. and we'd had serious discussions about we won't say what we call the L word, love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't say love unless like we really mean it. It's not an engagement, but it's like, I mean, like, I love you forever kind yeah. of thing. So we'd had these discussions. Yeah. And I went away on a trip to, um, this was like right after I graduated from college, I went on like a summer backpack through Europe by myself for like a month and I was just like going through like alone, all these like amazing places. So kind of like where I've been, you know, you and I have been to Paris together <laughs> and we true. missed our, missed our wives dearly, yeah. but, um, I was there by myself and I'm literally on one of these bridges over the river Seine in uh. Uh, Paris looking out over this, just thinking, why am I here alone? Uh. This is so dumb. I just want all I want. I'm in these beautiful places and all I wanted to do is go home to be with B. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, I knew in that moment, I even had journaled about it Uh. because, um, when you're alone for a month, you know, you got a journal and stuff. Sure. So Wilson. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah. So came home and then like our first little date night, we went down to the Dana Point Harbor because I was living down there too. And went and sat like on the rocks kind of over by the, the Marine Institute, the ocean Institute and sitting on the rocks over there. And then I remember like, she was like, started telling me how she was like feeling about me. She was like saying all these serious things. And I remember getting scared that she was going to say it first. (laughs) And so then I was like, I love you. (laughs) 
don't know that. I don't think it was competitive, but I just wanted to be able to like express that to her because I'd actually wanted to. You right. know? And then uh, she was like, I love you too. And so it was like really good. Anyway, it's kind of funny. How about how about you and Marie? Yeah, I remember having a conversation with my mom and she was like, hey, how's it going? You're dating Marie? And um, I was like, mom, and I just started tearing up. I was like, I, lo- I think I love her. Hmm. And so then that kind of made me think like, okay, I got to tell her. I got to tell her quick. And then <laughs> I think I probably... It wasn't the great setting of the Dana Point Harbor. I think it was probably like uh, Del Taco. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Starbucks or something. But I was just like, Marie, I love you. I think this is what that means to me right now in our relationship. Yeah. Um, Obviously, now twenty years of marriage later, (laughs) so many more nuances and depths of what that means. But at the time, um, so I said it, and then she said, "Thank you." Oh, she said, "Thank you." Soloed you? Yeah, she said, "Thank you." Yeah. Yeah. But then a few days later. Then she responded back. Yeah, that's hard because if you like hadn't, I don't know, if you weren't processing that you were ready to say that yes. and then the other person says it, you're like, I think I'm close. Yes. But I'm not sure if I'm there yet. That's kind of a scary situation. And, and that's where she was. Yeah. yeah. Even for her, that, that's what I mean. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, I think I do, but I don't want to just say it like flippantly. Or just say it back. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Just say it like, yeah, yeah, without meaning or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> I know. <sighs> So we feel for you if you are out there listening to this and you are in that dating, you know, world right now Oof. and it's hard, man. Yeah. So trying to navigate what's like the right way to say things. Yeah. It's funny now, you know, like kids like talk to like if my kids were like, um, you know, I'm talking to so and so like that's a term like I'm talking to this person. OK, so that's kind of like a pre dating thing. Like I'm talking. Does that mean texting really? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be texting, but it like sometimes it's even like FaceTiming or okay. whatever, uh-huh. but not like in it's not in human form. OK, it's in digital form <laughs> or, in, or in incarnational form. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. so. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So anyway, it's just like it's interesting how the things have changed. You and I have never done a dating app. Thank the Lord. Thank the yeah. Lord. But like I mean, really good people have found really good sure. people. I was just having a conversation today yeah. with a guy who's whose daughter um, met her like very serious uh boyfriend or mm-hmm. her husband now uh via via like yeah. dating app and it was like very healthy there was, yeah there's a little bit of shame to it i think yeah. in the n- initial seasons or decade of yeah of for sure that technology um i remember i officiated a wedding of a couple and i always love to tell a little bit of the backstory just yeah. for people that are there yeah it's fun and uh and they specifically told me don't tell anyone that we met on a, <laughs> a dating app. on a dating app because it feels yeah. kind of embarrassing. Yeah, but now I feel like yeah, in 2023, that is like a normal way that totally. you can find normal quality people yep. who love Jesus. Yep, absolutely. So, um, you know, this is a typical Cover Life podcast yeah, where we just just <laughs> ran, randomly talking about know. random stuff. But um, okay, speaking of random, oh boy, I'd like in a. I'd like a correction, retraction, apology. Okay, from uh, my podcast colleague host so this goes yeah. back a few weeks ago go ahead set the but table. you had basically spent about 5 10 30 minutes on the idea of time stamping and how you could not <laughs> believe that i did not know how to time stamp mm-hmm. and then we found out the time stamps, yeah yes. then we found out there's certain uh platforms that post podcasts that you know you can't po- you can't time stamp Right? Am I saying it right? All right. Well, I'll try and explain this. Better. I'm trying to burn you, but explain, actually, I feel like I'm burning myself I'll right now. Explain your burn to me better. So, yes, he is. Matt is partially right and partially wrong as usual. But um, <laughs> but uh, though, but like, yeah. So the timestamps uh, on Spotify, the hyperlink, like, so where if you push if you touch the timestamp uh-huh. that says 25 minutes and 30 seconds it will speed it will, right, it will go right it will to there. just skip ahead right yeah. to that spot yeah um on the apple podcast app however it does not do that it just they are not hyperlinked clickable like timestamps you just can see that it says so it will say like 301 eric apologizes to matt <laughs> but it won't exactly. like exactly. but you can't click on it and go right you can't there. click and go right to it okay so, yeah so i use a platform we're not going to say which one because we're going to stay um it, no, um no company go, neutral course, on this we'll, pod unless they sponsor us well that's true if we get the apple podcast app to sponsor us <laughs> my cousin works for app or you know works does a lot of stuff for apple so we really? probably could do something there oh, i'm sure i'm sure your cousin's gonna hook us up <laughs> good grief 
<laughs> it was actually her hand she when they released the Apple Watch. It was her wrist. What? That the watch was on for like the the unveil. Does she get like reveal residuals or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever that is, I don't you know, know, like money from that. I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah. so yeah, Matt obviously uses like the Apple Podcast app which, because he's the one that doesn't know that timestamps work, um, which is so. the most popular, normal, coolest. So platform out there so actually no again you're wrong you're wrong about this spotify Wait, this is, is my correction retraction <laughs> you can do your own <laughs> so yeah obviously i use spotify where it does work matt uses it where it doesn't work but it still will tell you you could just skip ahead to like minute 30 if sure. you hate our little banter at the beginning i know that there's the vast majority of people love the banter. Uh-huh. There are a few people that don't enjoy the banter as sure. much. And, and we, so, we respect you. We, we appreciate yeah. you. And that's why the timestamps exist. <laughs> this is why you can yes. pick, your, pick your own adventure. But when you open your Apple Podcast app, you can just look at that and like scroll right ahead to where it says, Eric and Matt talk about the Ed Stetzer sermon. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So like, yeah. feel free to do that. That's that's all good. Okay. But, so uh, I don't I don't take anything back that I've ever said or done <laughs> against you because... <laughs> First of all, you use the Apple Podcast app, which is definitely the Boomer app. Yes. Okay. No, the Boomers use that. Yes. Thank That's, you. All of us you out know, there. Us youths like me, the young people like me, <laughs> we use Spotify. <laughs> okay. Email Calvary Life at Calvary Podcast Life, whatever. What are, what are we? Calvary Life Podcast. Podcast at Calvary Life. Oh, my. No org. wonder we don't get any emails. <laughs> Podcast at Calvary Life.org. And let us know what platform you listen to this on. Okay. That sounds like a real interesting <laughs> Email to read. <laughs> Please don't do that, actually. Uh, uh, how was the rest of your ha, weekend? Ha, ha. Okay, so this is another, this is maybe more of a retraction. This is like crazy because this this is the stuff that happens to Don and not to me, but it happened to me. Um, so I I did I did wrong. Or I, I, I basically, it's like everything about this I hate too because I've been texting you about this and having to like sort of admit that I think I I still I still have a little bit of like think I didn't do something wrong sure I have a little pride here sure you can hold on to that so Matt Doan was speaking at the Orange Lutheran um, graduation ceremony which was on Friday which is on Friday and I was asked last like September I think it might have even been in August, but I think it was the more I think about it, I think it was via a phone call okay. from their head of school who also goes here to Calvary. Yes, Dr. Uh, Baker. <laughs> yes. And like I got a phone call like so a long time ago, like ten months ago or something, get a phone call. Like, will you come and do our commencement yeah. um, ceremony? Because the theme is the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. And so, like, yes, I put it in my calendar for Saturday, June third. Uh-huh. Then on Thursday night, I get a text from Dr. Baker, the head of school of Capo Valley Christian School. It says, looking forward to tomorrow night. And Oof. I was like, what? Oof. In in my head, I was just like, what? And I go and I think I was about to text back. You mean Saturday, right? And then I went and I went and looked at a, a, like a letter. Website. No, a letter he sent me like a couple weeks ago that had like the instructions for yeah. the day. And it was a snail mail letter. And uh, so I see it all says Friday, June 2nd. And I'm like, within 20, 12 hours of missing it. And I was like, what? I was supposed to be going to the Olu ceremony to watch like a bunch of kids that that I know and love, including your daughter. Right. Um, And uh, (laughs) and so I was like, well, thankfully, I don't have anything else. Like I actually absolutely have to be. You're not officiating a wedding or it's not your anniversary. I know. Because I was like, B, what if? That was either a, what if that was our kids? Yeah. Graduation night. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was, that could have happened. Uh, or, you know, or something like That's what? That's my greatest fear. Exactly. That is my greatest fear. I have no idea how it went wrong. Yeah. But thankfully I was just able to go and I just, but, and I just texted back. So Dave Baker, unless he listens to this, would have no clue. But you are so thankful for that, that last second that text. Thursday text. Yeah. Yes. Because I showed up Friday like, yeah, of course, I'll see you tomorrow. You know, oh. I text him back. Of course, see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. But uh, yeah, so you spoke at the Olu graduation and I heard yeah. rave reviews. Oh, thanks. Seriously, I did. Even from people that like don't aren't normally nice like my family. <laughs> <laughs> No, you have a good family. You have a nice no, family. No, I love my family, but, but they're uh, a little critical. Yeah, yeah. So Monday, last Monday, we talked about this on the pod. And then uh, Tuesday, I got serious. Like, okay, I here's my theme verse that they've asked me to talk on. Yeah. I have this, you know, a lot amount of time. 
got to think through how do I, my goals were to honor Jesus, obviously, yeah. and not to embarrass my daughter yeah. and to keep within my time. I'm like, okay, if I do two of those three, <laughs> I'll be happy. <laughs> So did you embarrass your daughter? Uh, There was one thing that I said that she's like, "Uh," but uh, most of it, it was fine. But, um, but then as the week went on, I started like feeling anxious, like, Oh, like this is going to be like, my daughter's going to be sitting like in the fourth row. Yeah. Our first child graduating high school. So it's already super emotional. So I'm just battling those emotions, but also trying to be pastoral to the, to the graduates and, and to their families like three, 4, and, and yeah, it was there. probably the biggest crowd that I've ever stood <laughs> yeah, in front of sure, too. So sure. yeah, so there was all kinds of things like by Wednesday, Thursday night, I was like, Ooh, I wonder if there's any way to get out of this. <laughs> um, but ended up, God was gracious and uh, it was super fun to, uh, I had the privilege when Lily walked across the stage to just hug her right there, uh, uh, cool. which was very special. And, um, yeah, and it was fun to be part of the Orange Lutheran family. I feel like a little bit more, more connected to That's cool. some of the administrators and people over there. So it was nice. great. Did you have to sit on the stage the whole time? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like in a front row and just walked up when it was my turn oh, okay. to speak at my thing, thankfully. Yeah. But it was like a little like less of a big, it was so a little less big. They had a thing at Olu where, um, so the campus pastor, who's awesome, and myself, we stood to the side of the stage during the diploma distribution. Oh, okay. And we shook every person's hand oh and so like all i don't know 380 graduates or something we shook yeah. their hands and it was funny how many <laughs> speaking of hugs and i love you how many were sweaty hands they were nervous oh, walking across yeah. that stage and it just makes you realize like oh yeah it's 17 18 like it's such a big deal yeah finishing yeah. high school it's such a rite of passage so totally is. i think they were all feeling just the the excitement but uh just kind of like wow this is a big moment <laughs> in my life thing how- how long till you got to the, um, like a little hand sanitizer or something after that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, graduation ended and it was one of my first thoughts. Like I got to get to a bathroom, wash these like, hands what if I mine? accidentally pick my teeth or what if I accidentally right. like, touch my eyeballs? Right. Yeah. But like, I mean, the same's true. Probably dude, Sunday morning. Yeah, so Sunday just a heads up for yeah. all of our Calvary family, yes. you may not want to shake our hands because <laughs> we've shaken or like guess, 50 uh, hands. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, if you have any germ issues, just give us the old fist pound. We, we won't have our feelings won't be hurt. Yeah. Not at all. Not but yeah. All. How did your taco? Uh, yeah, I thought it went great. So it was cool because like even a couple of the kids that spoke before I got up there mentioned Joy of the Lord is My Strength. Uh, the song by Ren Collective is played in the like on all the speakers of the whole school every day. Whoa. Jo- that, that, oh, how cool. Yeah, Joy of the Lord is My Strength. So it's very much in the, Been part of the kids' like, yeah. m- mindset. And so um, – and then um, Shanti – um, I'm bringing farting on her last name is a, that goes here is a prof there or is it oh, yeah. a teacher there? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so she was, uh, like she, she was telling me, yeah. Oh, Shanti Ernest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me how, um, it was cool to hear the talk because it just took it to a different level mm-hmm. than they had like kind of been going with mm-hmm. it. It had been more surfacey. So I basically just kind of told the basic stuff of the, the background, the background yeah. of, the, of that story. And like also the background of the the David and the Ark and how mm-hmm. the presence of God is where you find strength and joy mm-hmm. and how that's now in us. And so I just said, hey, as you go out, you need you need to be in the presence of God, like so just like in prayer with him. But you also need the presence of God is found in the people of God. So that's wherever good. you go to college, make sure you're finding that, commu- yes. finding that community and stuff like that. So oh, that's good. just that kind of simple stuff. But yeah. I felt like the the talk went went great. And it was like you know like i said i was supposed to be seven minutes and i think i went eight so it's uh-huh. a pretty oh, short that's fine pretty short talk yeah but uh it's it more of a devotional huh yeah so it's like not that stressful but it's like but it's a little i did feel a similar like stress like because you get there and you see all these people and you realize what a big deal this moment is for the parents yes the kids the school even yes. you know and, like they like culminate with this thing and you're just kind of like i don't know i just gotta put my thoughts together for <laughs> right. to talk about now it's a little easier to put my thoughts together because it was like on i wrote a whole book on right it, so you know passionate about yeah, yeah i've got i've got content you know right. it's more of like what not to say right and uh so anyway but that's just like you're like oh wow this is actually a big deal and yeah i had to wear like robes and stuff oh that's right yeah so i wore the like the graduation regalia so okay question did yeah. you have the the same color as everybody or were you a mismatching color no 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 it's like um all the teachers and people that were wearing regalia were almost all in black okay regalia the kids 
either wear dark there, wear dark blue, or the ones that are have 4.0 or above wear white. Okay. That's how they do oh, it. The wow. robe is white if they're 4.0 or above. Wow. So you get really set apart. Yeah, they get really set apart. <laughs> That's uh, purity. You're, you're 4.0. I you're know. Pure. And there was some kid, too, that was like going to some crazy like ivy school yeah. or something something super intense that didn't have that and i was like huh. what did that what happened yeah how'd they how'd they pull that <laughs> off that's interesting there was a kid at orange <laughs> lutheran who had a 4.86 i know it's absurd i don't even know how that even is mathematically possible but it's just like unbelievable such high achievement i don't understand how schools just sort of also get to decide like because it's like the ap classes are worth five points right yeah and so then but Olu does it where these like honors classes are mm-hmm. also worth five points, I oh, think. Oh, okay. So some of the honors classes are. So I feel like it's like a lot. They get a lot of chances to kind of like jack that <laughs> that GPA up. So you're saying that's not that big a deal, 4.86? Well, I think it's a big deal, but I just think it's like getting getting a little inflated. <laughs> no, that kid's, that kid's incredible. But um, uh, yeah. yeah, so graduations are kind of behind us yep. all, all around Orange County, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I joked with Lily, though. So I had the privilege, and it's such an honor. Like As a pastor, some of the things that we get to do, you're just like, Lord, who am I that I get totally to be dude. in these places yes. and with families and with my own family? But So I got to do Lily's eighth grade graduation as the little speaker yeah. here at Calvary Christian. Now I did the high school one, so I was joking. All right, Lily, I'm gonna figure out a way to do your college graduation too. We're gonna do a clean sweep. You're never gonna have another commencement speaker in your life, but me, (laughs) poor thing, poor girl. I know. know. So I know. I was trying to decide if my kids would even have like, if I got asked if like they would decline me. It's possible. Yeah, and that's okay. Because I got rejected for I got asked to speak in chapel at Olu this year, and Ella vetoed it. Yeah, and that's they have a right to do that. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like my sister, she's like. Matt, I'd love for you to be my officiating pastor at my wedding, but you're my brother. I want you to be my brother. Yes. And then we'll have somebody else do that. So I was like, I get it. I'll, I'll play that role. I actually want that for my kids' weddings is I just, I don't want to officiate my kids' weddings. Really? I, I want to, I just want to experience it as the dad. I want to yeah. be the dad, not the pastor. Yeah. Because I'm their dad, not necessarily like first. I'm sure. not their pastor first. I'm not saying that's wrong for other people, yeah. but that's like my mindset to yeah. it. So. Yeah, I totally get anyway. that. Uh, All right, let's move on. Uh We had, so it's at uh, 2152 here, which adds (laughs) a 15 second intro on top of that. You know, the little song at the beginning. So it's somewhere. Can you do do this on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually can't. But um, so it'll say 22 something here for when we actually start talking. We had Ed. Stetzer. The Ed Stetzer. Eddie. Yes. Eddie Stetzer. Eddie Stetzer <laughs> oh, was dang, here. I forgot. I meant to when I got up at the end to say thank you, Eddie. <laughs> uh, but I, by that point, I'd forgotten about it. But um, yeah, he uh, he was great. So if people don't know, like I said this in my email kind of introducing him this week too, but like, it, like it's kind of a big deal that he spoke here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a lot more well-known than maybe even just like other people realize or outside of the ministry world realize or something like that. But he's, um, yeah, he's a pretty like kind of well-known author, speaker, academic leader, that kind of stuff. Um, so it was pretty cool that we were able to have him here and I thought he actually did a pretty great job. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you never know, (laughs) like you get a guest speaker, you're just kind of like, how's this actually going to turn out? Well, I think that something that he did that was really caring to our church family was he seemed to personalize this message to us mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. mentioning things like neighbor good yep, and our groups. history with missions yep. and life groups yep. so it felt like he was speaking to us sometimes i think what you're saying is sometimes guest speakers yeah. it's like they're talking over or they could be speaking to any group anywhere when yeah. they're talking to your church totally and it's like oh no this is a sacred this is our precious family we want yes. it to be feel like it's ours so yes yeah and then sometimes it like just that. feels like they like ignore the Bible, you know, so <laughs> you get like, yeah, that's another issue, that yeah. kind of stuff too. And so, yeah, it was just, it was good. So it was great to have him, um, you know, Ed, Ed is, uh, he's done a lot of interesting things. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been the executive or he's been the editor in chief of Outreach Magazine. Mm-hmm. He contributes to things like Christianity Today. Mm-hmm. He was a dean, professor, and the executive director of the Billy Graham Center at Wheaton College. Yep. Uh, which and I've heard him describe himself as a missiologist. Mm-hmm. At, that's his core, you know, yeah. kind of area of study, which is interesting for you as a missions guy. It'd be mm-hmm. kind of interesting to see like what he thinks about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but like 
he just also, and we talked about, I think we've talked about this, but like he just tends to be, he even talked about it on stage. Like I was talking to a New York Times reporter right. after something happened in the world, right? Yeah. And so he gets asked for, he's kind of somebody that gets asked for a quote or to mm-hmm. go on a talk show. So it's kind of an interesting role. Yeah. Because it's hard to do that stuff and, oh, and not is. get sort of canceled or something by saying something. Right. Yeah. Saying, yeah, for sure. By saying something right. Yeah. By saying something like actually we would agree with, you know, yeah. he would like sometimes get canceled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, it was cool just to be able to have him here. Well, I think he's lived out the passage he uh, chose right. and spoke to us yesterday with Second Corinthians 5, 16 through 21. Mm-hmm. And it, it really does feel like Ed's living that out, even in the public square mm-hmm. of this is how um, I'm, I'm, I'm having the perspective mm-hmm. of somebody that's an ambassador and yeah I thought that was powerful yeah i think so too um it's it's interesting because yeah you think about what is what does it mean to be an ambassador mm-hmm. for christ right so it was even helpful i've thought about that ambassador a lot of times but for mm. whatever reason <laughs> it's like it always makes me sort of like wonder like how does this happen in my own brain like <laughs> how did i not ever think about embassies when <laughs> ambassadors are Sure. Go live in an embassy in another place, you know, and then go out from there and do stuff. Like, how did I never think about embassies? Yeah. And sometimes that's what, like, even preaching is just sometimes, or even like when we talked about with Doug, the philosophy just means to think deeply, think deeply, (laughs) like actually think a little bit more about something than just what you normally would. Yeah. And uh, that's like where then, yeah, duh, of course. But I do think that thought of thinking about, the church as an embassy mm-hmm. and then we're ambassadors is like an intriguing one. I don't that's know. So good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And the idea of even just, just the church, that's our role. And then as individual Christians, it's not, he's this great turn of the word, but it's like, you're to be, um, was like a, a highway or a, 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 a pathway of the gospel and not a cul-de-sac. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was yeah, another yeah. C to it. It was, I said it yesterday in my life group and now I'm blanking out on, I should have written this down. I didn't have notes today. But um, <laughs> I know I didn't write down notes either. It was to be a probably your phone the blank listener because you remember this, but it's to be like a conduit of conduit, the gospel, yeah. not a cul de sac. Yeah, not a cul de sac. I don't think is. that's even the right word, but it's like I think that's oh, right. it was that's so good. I don't want just the gospel. Someone passed it down to us. Yes. I don't want just to kind of sit around and <laughs> yes. and I get to enjoy it and it's just for my own comfort. Yes. No, we're to pass that along to others yeah. as this embassy as a church and then as individual ambassadors too. Right. So I thought it's powerful. So good. Yeah. I really resonate too with that cul-de-sac thing. Cause like, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't want the gospel to stop with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I live on the end of a cul-de-sac actually. So <laughs> you I, can I relate think about to this, that. Yeah. yeah. It does. Boom. You got it. You, you got to stop. And, huh. but no, like we, we wanted to continue to pass through. Yeah. Um, and uh, but that's going to take some courage, yeah. right? That's going to take some willingness to have a hard conversation mm-hmm. or, or just what, what in this day and age in our culture is sort of an awkward conversation. Yeah. Re- religion is one of those things that are, you know, the, mm-hmm. the things not to bring up at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. that people say, right? Politics, religion, yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. And I, I think the reason that, you know, that, that terms like, you know, you know things we don't talk about at the dining room table, right, right. It's because we don't know how to talk about them, right. but it's so sad because those are the things that should be almost the, I mean, obviously it's the most important thing to talk about is what's our view of God. What do yeah. we think about God? How do we relate to God? Um, but it almost should be as a Christian, the thing that we're most comfortable talking about. Right, right. And yet often it doesn't because we just <laughs> haven't practiced doing it well. Yeah. I also, I did really like the so kind of to that point, the Uber driver, Jane, the Uber driver <laughs> story that he told and it seemed like Jane just asked some real, like, yeah. just inquisitive, curious questions mm-hmm. about people's lives mm-hmm. and and didn't start with, you know, what do you, do you know my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's obviously going to be a little off-putting to people sure. or just like, whoa, like kind of catch them, mm-hmm. catch them off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, ask some good questions about their life. And then the next thing, like, you have any thoughts about? You know, like yeah. religion, Jesus, like what's your faith background? Right. And that seems cool. Now it's maybe it's a little harder to ask that question when you're talking to your cousin who you've sure. known for 10 years and yeah. you, you want to get into that conversation. But like, I think you could like do a version of that or like, how's like, what have you been thinking lately about faith? Totally. And, you know, or, you know, like that kind what of I thing. What I love about what you just said too is, um, <laughs> I, I hear this a lot and I've even said the same thing where it's like, Oh, my friends or my family, they know where I stand. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I think what we all mean by that is I've tried before and it didn't really go that well or yep. it didn't go anywhere that I thought it would go. Yep. So we've just kind of both silently agreed or even like actually agreed <laughs> just not to talk about yes. matters of yes. faith anymore. Yes. But I love what you just said. Like we're constantly growing people and yeah. who knows the cousin that maybe was angry about a question you brought up yep. and what you thought was innocent yep. uh, over a game of Uno. <laughs> I don't know why that. Um, maybe a year and a half later, they're in a much different place. Totally. And you just never know if you just ask just simply some some open-ended questions like, where are you standing or how are you feeling about yeah. your life or future or yeah. spiritual things? Like, I think those are just always good things to bring up. Yep, exactly. I, I totally agree. And I think I'm trying to like even just really consider about how I can be like asking those kind of questions of people in my life more. Mm -hmm. and, but it's like takes this, there's this little bit of this like step into, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, I'm going to ask this little bit more of a question. Yeah. And it's like, it just does. It is like a tone shifter at some sure. level where you're like, everyone's a little bit like, oh, oh okay. I yeah. See, yeah. I see what you're doing. And yeah. sometimes that's even just having a meaningful conversation about anything with yeah. people. Because sometimes we just sort of, you know, just have the sort of surface conversation about mm -hmm. like, which is a good way to start of just like, how's the fam? You know, like, mm -hmm. how's work going? Yeah. You know, but it's like, we never even discuss sort of like issues of, yeah like interesting topics, right. right? Like it's cool to just like try and bring up interesting topics, but I have a personal struggle with like, oh, even sometimes just like being the one that like turns it. So, sure. you know, how do you, do you make that left, right turn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What well, you know, there's that great thought in conversational <laughs> um, relationship life is like be more interested than interesting. Yes. And so it's the idea of, I think as we're just truly build some trust with people that we're interested in them as a person mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. not in them as a, <laughs> a project. potential project. Yeah. <laughs> I think people sniff that out quickly Yeah, yeah. and I think people will open up, but yeah, it is hard to make that. Like I had this, a uh, Spanish professor or teacher when way back in the days of uh, high school in Santa Cruz, her name was Mrs. Temprano, which means Mrs. Really? Early. That's interesting. And, uh, oh, I, didn't <laughs> I don't know if that was like her stage name or what, but Mrs. Temprano. So she didn't have much effect on you anyway. <laughs> Hit the button. Hit the button. The beep button. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I would be so scared to run into her around our campus because she would always speak to us in Spanish. Uh, so she would yeah, get you to try to speak Spanish yeah, yeah. when you're just walking through the halls and you'd be like, I'm just hanging uh, out. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to say. And then <laughs> yeah. you'd walk past you and be like, ah. And so I don't yeah. think we want to be like that to people, right? Yeah, like we're yeah. not the Christian of our family or the you know right. the spirit person of our family, like, oh They're be gonna... careful if they if they corner you by the chips and salsa. <laughs> You're going to be asked about 15 spiritual questions in about 30 seconds, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, but how can we be interested, caring for people? And then I think, I don't know, man, being like super Pollyanna on this, but like, I think naturally it just opens up deeper conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And so, yeah, if you can just ask, like, even like, what do you think about X? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think mm -hmm. like, what are your thoughts on what's going on with blah, blah, blah? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Or, you know, how do you think we can... Even like kind of approach people maybe on some topics that's, you know, I mean, I don't think it's like, what do you think about abortion? You know, like that's going to be <laughs> yeah. like, you, you know, that's going right. to be some fire and that's going to like, you know, anyway, that could bring some struggle at the Thanksgiving sure. meal. But it might even be like, how do you think we could, you might even bring up like the environment or immigration or, yeah. you know, I don't know, like just sort of like, or like meaning, how do you find meaning, you yeah. know, in life or how do you. Like, what, what do you love most? Like, mm -hmm. how, how do you find, like, purposefulness in, like, your work, mm -hmm. you know? Or what do you mm -hmm. do because you feel like your work's not that much? Like, how do you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you find that? Like, yeah. and you might know that they, like, a lot of, there's a lot of good people that aren't Christians. Yeah. And so it's interesting to kind of probe some of the, the mm -hmm. why, the why in that, you mm -hmm. know? I don't know. So those are, like, just some, like, off the top of my head right now yeah. things to think about. But, um do you feel like you know, like a message like yesterday, do you walk away um, like, okay, I got to do more of this. I got to have more of these more meaningful conversations. Like you're, it almost excites you or pumps you up. Or is it more like, Ooh, I have it. Is it more convicting? <laughs> yeah. So is it more, I guess, convicting or inviting when you hear like almost like evangelism mission type messages or maybe yeah. it's both. Right. I know it does sound like a little bit of a cop-out answer that it's a little bit of both, but it is like, 
I try to think of, I do feel like a little bit guilty in the, in the moment for the times when, like I've said on the plane, when I just put my <laughs> noise canceling yeah. headphones on and don't talk to anybody. But like, then I, I get like excited if I can think of a couple like ideas of ways mm-hmm. I could do it in a, in a winsome fun way, yeah. you know, or like enjo- more hopefully to the other person, yeah. like more enjoyable, less, less like being confronted, you know, or confrontational, I guess is the word way. Mm-hmm. And so I get excited for like, Oh, it'd be cool to kind of just try asking people some stuff about that and see how that goes. And mm-hmm. sometimes it could just result in a deeper conversation. It doesn't even mean you're going to like, you know, you're going to be able to like get them to pray the sinner's prayer in the midst yeah. of that moment. But it's like, you're opening the ability to have deeper conversations. Yeah. So maybe it's just starting with that mm-hmm. and you can get like, that's where I'll get excited. Like, okay, I can start with that. And then it's like, I know with this, whoever, this, this friend of mine that I never get there with. And I want to talk about Jesus. At least now I know we can talk about something more than just fantasy football. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. That's so good. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. I've got, I got these two guys, Evan and Mitch, that are kind of all I do is talk about soccer with them, but they feel pretty far from God, for, in my opinion. So I feel like I need to. I'm not laughing because I'm far from God. I'm laughing I'm because uh... no, these are guys that yeah, these are guys that are fine. Yeah. So and then back to the beginning, it's this idea of having a new perspective. It's like putting on those glasses to see people, not just from a human point of view, yes. but to see them in Christ's eyes. And Ed made this great analogy with glasses and, and then. Uh, this is a funny side note, but uh, I think he went over our whole church with that email that he showed yes. from uh, when he was an interim pastor about the guy counting how many times he had touched his glasses in his sermon. And uh, But anyways, yeah, just the idea of, Lord, put on those lenses for us to see people as you see them, not just from a merely from a human point of view. Yeah. Um, but surface question for you for a minute, but do you miss your glasses? Oh, so my wore glasses for like 20 years. Well, I was looking at Ed and I was like, man, I used to have the goatee and the black, <laughs> yeah. the black sort of plastic frame glasses. Right. And I, that was kind of a similar, similar look. Um, I think I pulled it off a little better, but I don't know. Just, just... <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't, it's very uncomfortable right now when I say things like that. But, um, but no, uh, like, yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't actually miss them. Every once in a while, I do catch myself um, like pushing up on my. <laughs> That's funny. Like the um, that like middle of your, your nose, bridge of your, nose yeah. bridge of your nose area. I'll catch myself doing that, and I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I haven't worn glasses in fi- <laughs> fifteen years or something." And yet, you have this sort of involuntary thing, like where you go to push up on your glasses, right? Yeah. So I do think even with Ed, it's like half it's because they do slide down because he moves, but sure. half of it just when you wear glasses, that becomes this involuntary thing sure. that you do. I was watching him like when he was setting up communion, he did it like six or seven <laughs> times. Well, that's the danger of showing that yes, email is like people yes, start counting from that yes. point. Yes. I was oh, like, that's oh, funny. I, I'm like, I wasn't distracted by this at all, but now that's like all I'm thinking about. We should send Ed an email. We should go back and watch the video <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. send one for fun. Oh my gosh, that'd be funny if somebody yeah. out there wants to try and do that. Uh, <laughs> just watch it and count the amount of times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I do kind of miss the glasses a little bit, mm-hmm. but I like that. What was... He said, it's not a new this, it's a new life that you mm-hmm. have in Christ. I forget what it was. It was kind of like not a new like opinion or a new feeling. It's a new life has begun. Mm-hmm. I forget. Mm-hmm. And that was out of verse 17. Yeah. Old life is gone. New life has begun. Yeah. Like that you actually get like a whole yeah. new life. Yeah. Spirit of God comes in us, mm-hmm. literally changes our eyesight. It's like, uh, it's like the best LASIK surgery ever, right? Yeah. Just to give us a new vision, new eyesight. Are you ever listening to, like when I listen to a podcast, it's funny because like when, when the host says something like I just said, like where I can't remember if it was, it was like, you know, like I just said, it was like, yeah. it's not a new this, it's a new life. And yeah. then I'm, but when I'm listening to it and I know the answer, yeah, it like drives me crazy because I'm just like, <laughs> how do you guys not know that? But then it happens to me all the time because it's just like in conversation, you kind of just like forget little things or whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, but which it's it's fine, but it's funny when you. It's like, a little engagement technique. We're just helping people yeah, lean in. Yeah, you know. So it's like I know you know this. It's fine. You can just you can just know <laughs> that it's okay. But uh, um, yeah. But I I do think that's important that in our faith journey, it's not just kind of cleaning up our behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not getting us sort of where we feel like we need to like make ourselves right with, with God in some way. Mm-hmm. No, he gives us a completely brand new life. Yes. And like that, 
old life is actually just gone. Yes. Yeah. You are, you are brand new. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, and Keller, Tim Keller talked about that all the time. It's like Christianity is the only religion that doesn't say clean yourself up and then come to God. Yeah. Christianity says God cleanses you. Yeah, and exactly. draws you to him. Speaking of that, I do need to like do a little shout out to the life, the legacy of Tim Keller. If we could just take a quick, quick detour, cul-de-sac yeah, about moment 40, into that. 40 minutes or so, <laughs> almost 40 minutes So we haven't mentioned on the pod, but um, Tim Keller passed away um, a few weeks ago. Tim Keller, not a part of this church, but Tim Keller was a pastor out of New York um, and had a, it's had a real profound legacy, kind of like Ed Stetzer on mm-hmm. a lot of pastors, um, both here in the West and around the world. So he planted a church in Manhattan, New York called Redeemer, mm-hmm. and it was like a conservative, basically just Bible-centered, gospel-centered church, and it exploded uh, as people were kind of drawn to both the way he taught, yeah. both kind of from an intellectual and a heart perspective, and then also just kind of the way they set up the church to be um, a, a a city within a city, like a, yes. a place, an outpost that would just bring an embassy. <laughs> yeah. An embassy. yeah, Exactly. Interesting. To but use yeah, that term. A city. Yeah, so a city Keller a city. had a huge, huge, has had a huge impact on my life. I just wanted to give a quick shout out uh, to his influence on me. In fact, I did something kind of weird a couple years ago. So Marie was in New York. I might've mentioned this before, or I th- at least I've told you. Oh, sure. Just keep but going. Marie was in New York for training uh, as a nurse and I got to go with her for five days. And so from nine to like six at night, she's in this classroom uh, at like NYU. And yeah. I just got to walk around Manhattan for five days. It yeah, was so awesome. fun that we'd have dinner at night uh, and catch up. And so uh, one day I discovered by some stocking that Tim and Kathy Keller lived on this little Roosevelt Island, mm-hmm. which is right off of <laughs> Manhattan. It's kind of like the Balboa mm-hmm. uh, of like of our area. And so I took a little ferry, a tram over there to, to Roosevelt Island. And I just sat on a park bench hoping to see Tim and Kathy Keller. Have I ever told you this? I think I remember this. So, yeah, yeah. So, so I sat I there. Now, yeah. I sat there for like an hour and oh I was just like, goodness. Lord, it'd be so cool if Tim Keller just walked by. It's only like, there's like 2,000 people on the island. It's not very big. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'd be so cool if Keller walked by right now and I could be like, uh, uh, hey, 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 t- <laughs> hey uh, Tim. That's <laughs> so good. So unfortunately or fortunately, yeah, uh, really. he never did walk by. But it was cool because even just sitting on his island where he lived, I was like, man, what a busy, bustling place this whole, obviously this whole borough is. Yeah. And yet you could still have an authentic, deep relationship with Jesus here. Mm-hmm. And that just gives me hope even back in Orange County. Yeah. And really almost every day, Tim and Kathy Keller wrote this devotion called the Songs of Jesus, Songs of Devotions. And it's just the, it's going through the Psalms. So I try to read that every day. So it's like every day, Keller's kind of having a little connection. Yeah. <laughs> God has a connection to me. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but using the writings of Tim and Kathy Keller That's in my so life. Cool. So I'm just very thankful for yeah. his life and legacy. Now, do I agree with everything of Keller? No. He had some views on creation and on end times, I'd be like, eh, it's not what I would line myself up with. Mm. But just as a pastor to pastor and just his heart for the good news of Jesus and engaging people that are skeptics, super cool ministry. So if you don't know that name or if you have never dove into like his kind of ministries, his books, yeah, I would challenge you to do so. Probably a good book to even start with be like Reason for God. Yeah. Uh, and I think I would argue he's the C.S. Lewis of our generation. Whoa, dang. Yeah. Because some people might come at you and say maybe N.T. Wright is that? Yeah, I think they could be pillars. They could be, but they're kind of like on different. Yeah, like with yeah. a little bit different uh, traditions. But sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree. Yeah, that's cool. They just both need to write a little fiction. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess they. Yeah, it's Lewis and Tolkien have a little bit up on everybody, right? On that. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I was. Uh, it's cool. Like there's been a bunch of um, like people like tweeting quotes and yeah. stuff of Keller just yeah. since he passed, kind of tribute kind of quotes. And I remember just I, this week I was just looking these things up because like a couple quotes by this one pastor friend, Alan Frau, like posted a couple things mm. like of Keller that I, I liked, like, um, and these were both from Center Church, mm-hmm. which is a book from him that's like a little more to pastors. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of cool to just see how he would like, how he kind of frames a, a church and uh, one thing I love that he said was, uh, because the gospel is endlessly rich, it can handle being the burden of, or it can handle the burden of being the one main thing of a church. Mm-hmm. So like, what's your church about? Yeah. Like, it's about the gospel. It's about this message of Jesus's That's life, good. death, resurrection, and, yep. and that salvation is like found in him alone. Yep. Right. Like, and that's like 
the main thing. It so, can bear the weight. <laughs> yeah, it can bear the weight. It's yeah. like that it is that important that it should be the main thing. And That's a lot of good. churches want to be about justice or right. want to be about prayer or want to mm-hmm. be about whatever. And like, yes, we're about all that stuff mm-hmm. too. But like I love that. Like this is the main thing. And like yeah. the love and grace of Jesus is the thing. That's not awesome. like fighting the culture wars or not, whatever. Like yep. all that kind of stuff. Um yeah. Anyway, there's just like there's like a bunch, but um I love this one too. This is kind of a challenging one. Like he has he has some challenging mm-hmm. stuff on um even like love, like love is action mm-hmm. and like just and even also like good deeds isn't enough. Like he was very much like good news has to equal mm-hmm. um like words. It's mm-hmm. sharing. You yeah. Know? Um and I like this one. It says the gospel is news because it announces a salvation accomplished for us. It is news that creates a life of love, but this life of love is not itself the gospel, Hmm. which is interesting. So it's like the gospel isn't just being loving. It's also it's got to be the actual news of Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, the proclamation. Yeah, the proclamation of of who Jesus is, because I think we've got like a lot of pendulum swing over towards like sure. just be lo- just love man right you know well i mean goes back to our conversation based yeah. on stetzer's message yeah. right yeah yeah exactly hmm. exactly but like more and more i'm like just that whole francis of sissy quote like mm-hmm. is not which <laughs> which i've heard is like not even a real quote sure but, um use the you know preach the gospel always and if necessary use words right um i've sort of heard that's like not even actually like a real quote it's just yeah. like a created up made up thing but it's like also not true. Like, you know, it is necessary to use words to preach the gospel. Yeah. You really have to say the, the words yep. you also need to have your life represent yeah. it. Of course it's not, yeah. you know, it has For to be sure. both. So, yeah, it's the, it's, we've talked about this before, but the proclamation yeah. and the demonstration go hand in hand. Yes. So you proclaim who Jesus is, what he's done, what mm-hmm. he's done is done. It's finished. Mm-hmm. But then you also demonstrate it through your access. Yes. Mercy, grace, love, kindness. Yeah, yeah. So Keller's just like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just was like, because those things kind of fire me up. So, so I, wanted, good. I wanted to read those because yeah. they kind of relate. And then just one more about. shout out to like legacy oh. kind of in this chapter. We can timestamp this one. <laughs> the legacy moments. But uh, um, Paul Eshelman passed away. And I know yeah. you knew Paul. Yeah. But um, Paul was um, connected here at Calvary through his son, John, mm-hmm. who was our college pastor for many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and John passed away also about a week ago. No, no, no John didn't. I mean, I mean sorry. John's, John's alive. <laughs> Let me, uh, yes, John's Paul, alive. Yes. Uh, John's dad passed away yes. about a week and a half ago. Yeah. And uh, he spoke here a couple different times. Yeah. yeah. And was instrumental in getting the Jesus film made produced and then yeah. distributed throughout the he's world credited as like the founder of yeah, the jesus film it's incredible yeah and yeah. so just very thankful for his life and and legacy that um that we are even enjoying people that we know who are following jesus because of some of the yes. ways that god's used him so and big shout out to his yeah, life yeah and and we absolutely like love and adore john and his family yeah. and care for him and it's like it's so interesting because it's like this is his dad who died, not the public figure, of, the public figure yeah. of the Jesus film. Sure. But at the same time, that legacy of Paul is so massive. I mean, the, you, people talk about Billy Graham all the mm-hmm. time, about all the people who got saved at these events mm-hmm. all over the world. But I think the Jesus film might be the single greatest yeah. like um evangelism tool that's ever been created. Yeah. You know, I, like it's wild yeah. how many millions upon millions of people have received Christ because of well the Jesus film. It's it's the most viewed film of all time. Yes. And it's something like I'm gonna butcher the number, but it's like a hundred and I think thirteen billion like views or something. Yeah, it's crazy. And the next closest one is like Star Wars at like four hundred million or something. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. it, it's incredible yeah. how many eyes have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's the one of the biggest sort of like translation sort of tools, right? Cause it's been yeah. translated into right. so many different languages yeah. and like people are able to experience the Bible in their language by watching this film. Yeah. When like sometimes these people like missionaries or whoever will go into some remote village and show it like on the side of a cow I've heard about, you know, like just <laughs> like amazing. projector to the side of a cow. <laughs> so awesome. John Clark tells yeah. this great story of being in Mali showing the Jesus film yeah. in um, kind of this like public like square area. Yeah. And there was a donkey tied up in front of someone's house in, yeah. in his uh, place in Bamako, Mali, near his house, where he's showing the film. 
and there's a donkey in the film and the donkey in the film's like <laughs> and the donkey in real life in Bamako would be like <laughs> <laughs> and like they showed the film like seven nights in a row and every single night the real life donkey responded to the movie oh donkey it was funny so that's an amazing story actually all right and we're gonna go ahead and uh Make sure we pull that little sort of goat-like donkey <laughs> noise that Matt made, and maybe okay, what, what, Jordan. What does a donkey sound like? It's like a hee-haw. Okay, do it. No, see, because now that's going to get. I'm not. I'm not stepping into that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's like a hee-haw kind of thing. But like, I think that could be like a maybe your goat noise, and and that could be used as like our Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> to promote the podcast yes that would get a lot of sales uh all right okay let's um let's move on um we have one email all right but i'm gonna make us wait for next week because i want us to i want us to think about it's a serious question i oh, want us okay. to think about it a little bit okay. more okay so um and it's just for my brother-in-law oh, okay. so he can wait okay <laughs> <laughs> but we want you to know we did get the email but we're not going to respond to it okay. uh but uh we would like to respond to multiple emails but mm -hmm. i just checked it before and this one it merits some good thought okay so we'll chew on, on it some thoughts on prayer and some some interesting some deeper questions on it mm -hmm. that i'd like to actually have us like prepare marinate in prayer uh, okay. in in preparation yeah. which i know is maybe shocking to our listeners <laughs> But for us to prepare a little bit for that. The but, first time in the history of this yeah. podcast. Yeah. But we would love for you to email us. So yep. podcast at calvarylife.org. If you've got um, any questions that are either serious or lighthearted, either yeah. way, we'd love to help. Yeah. Yeah. And then we jump back into the gospel of Luke yep. uh, this coming Sunday. That's right. So took a little break this last week with uh, Ed's message. And yes. now we're, we're back into it. Yeah, we'll be back in now. For your next week's podcast listening, it might not uh, be just a little warning. It's just a little warning. It might be a little later or not at all, because <laughs> I am going to be gone in Mexico from, you know, until Tuesday. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to be just wandering the streets just Tuesday, sad. Wednesday, yeah, just, just waiting like, for where's it to drop? the podcast? <laughs> Uh, but I know other people can, but I don't know if anybody else actually knows how to push record on this device. And yeah, I it. would have no idea. Yeah. If I, in fact, it's funny. We uh, we actually, on your sabbatical last summer, just sabbaticaled the podcast as well because I had no skills in how to push record. I'm sure Ryan could have given you the same two-minute lesson he gave me, but uh, no, there actually is a little... I'm, I'm a... I'm a, I'm surprising just savant genius when it comes to this you do, kind of stuff. You do. You're a man of many talents. That's actually... Completely not true, but um, <laughs> all right. Cool. This is a good combo, yeah. Matt. So thank yeah. you very much. And thank you to all of you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.